Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts, starts right now. So Rich Jones runs into the room where I'm prepping for the show, and he's like, hey, the plane is going to pass under the Buckman Bridge right when your show starts. Like, right, the, I just want to make sure you know. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm aware of the plane. It's, anyway, but it, it's gone already. It's like, apparently they were... They were rocking down the river, man. They were just, yeah, they were rolling on They They wasted no time. It was just like, boom, they put the pedal to the metal, and so if you're on the Buckman, uh, the plane should be, it should have passed safely underneath already, which, man, I'm glad they measured ahead of time, because I was a little concerned. I was like, is the Buckman Bridge wide enough? Is it wide enough? Is it tall enough for a plane to go under? And I guess... I guess uh, I guess the answer to that is yes. <laughs> but but if anyone saw it and it was you know it looked cool, if you got a good picture of it or a selfie of you in the plane, you know going under the bridge, send it over to us. We'll post it on our Facebook page, um, or you can leave us an open mic message using our our mobile app. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number too. I know that we were trying to scramble scramble the news chopper as well. The action news chopper was headed over there to try to get a visual on it. Uh, but uh, but you know it's not every day you see a plane. Go under a bridge. It's not every day that that happens. Um, and, you know, hopefully this will be the last time that we need to haul a bridge, a, a plane down the St. John's River under a bridge so that we can go and investigate what happened and, and, and this and, and that and the other. Um, but, you know, but it, exciting news. And then Rich and I were reminiscing all the other. We were reminiscing like, do you remember when, a, when that boat hit the Matthews Bridge? He's like, of course. Do you remember when they put the cruise ship under the Dames Point? I'm like, oh, yeah. We have like, when it comes to weird things under bridges that don't necessarily belong there, Jacksonville has a, a sordid past and a very colorful history of all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, what's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, and we really appreciate you being here. We're so excited that you decided to join us today. And uh, there's a good reason for that. Number one, because, well, we don't want to sit around and talk to ourselves. We want people to listen. Uh, number two is because today is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, we're going to talk about today. If you want to talk about uh, the, the plane going under the bridge, uh, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow style. If you want to talk about, oh, the taxes. I remember yesterday we talked about these taxes for two hours, and I think the consensus was we don't want them. This extra half cent tax that they're going to tack on to all of our uh, to our sales tax here in Duval County, the half cent that they're they're going to be using for the next 15 years to raise two billion dollars to pay for the dilapidated school buildings and structures and maintenance costs and building repairs and whatever else. That tax that everyone called up and said, "Hell no, I would not vote for that." Hell no, I do not want to be taxed anymore. You cannot let them take another half cent because they're never going to give it back. Well, the school board went into the little private session. Evidently, they don't listen to the show because <laughs> they went into their little private session and they said, okay, all in favor, say aye. Aye. And now it's moving to the next step, which is the city council. So hopefully, uh, hopefully someone from the city council listens to the show because you're going to need you're going to hear over the next couple of hours probably and several days how much people don't want to pay more tax for the duval county school system which again should be uh fully taxed fully paid for and subsidized by the lottery system as we discussed ad nauseum yesterday 855-765-1045 if you want to get into it by the way and the process works now that you've had the school board vote on it and move it on to the city council the city council now has to um 
the city council now has to elect whether or not they're even going to put it on the ballot. The city council then gets to decide when this election is going to be. Everyone's been like, oh, it's going to be November 5th. But the city council actually decides that. And if they decide, yes, we're going to put it on the ballot, and yes, we're going to use this language, and yes, it's going to be on, on November 5th or whatever day they choose, it's then going to get this. Cost anywhere. The election itself is going to cost 700000 to $1.5 million. 700000 to $1.5 million is the cost of the election to raise taxes. <laughs> I kid you not, to support the Duval County school system. So right, in, right there, if they put this on the ballot, we're already out about a million dollars on average. And that's before we even vote for the tax hike. So I guarantee a lot of people now that it's now that it's gone past the first hurdle are going to have a lot more to say about this uh, about the apparent this apparent tax increase. There was another story, and again, this is this is whatever you want to talk about Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, if you want to talk about planes under the bridge, tax hikes, that's fine. But there's another story that's very interesting, and I was talking to the other Josh about it. And this is a story about this guy who uh, is from Lake City, and he was pulled over by a cop. Because he had an offensive bumper sticker in the back of his in the back of his his window. You know, this guy's from Lake. He's a 23 year old from Lake City, and he's driving around in his pickup truck. And the cop pulls him over and says, "Hey, look, uh, you need to take that bumper sticker out of your window. It's offensive and it's vulgar, and you're breaking the law." And this guy says, "I have free speech." I don't have to actually tell you. I have free speech. And the cop said, well, here's what I'd like you to do. You can I'll allow it if you change one of the letters or put an asterisk or something like that or, you know, some kind of funny symbol. And the guy said, I'm not going to do that. So he was arrested. He was charged with obscene writing on vehicles and resisting an officer without violence. And, of course, this made national news in the New York Post because it's a dude from Florida. All in Lake City, Florida. Um, the the bumper sticker. I can't actually say what the what the bumper. I, I tried. I can't actually say what the. It's three words, and I can give you two of them. The first two words are "I eat," and the third word we we can't get into. Um, but anyway, this guy had it on the back of his pickup truck. Cop pulls him over and says, uh, "You're under arrest unless you change it." He goes, "I'm not changing. It's for First Amendment freedom of speech." And the cop says, "What would you say?" Uh, what would you, you know, what would you expect parents to? Oh, well, here the deputy asked him, a parent of a small child, you know, what would you say to that parent who had to explain that to uh, what that meant to their small child driving by your truck? And the guy said, that's up to the parent, <laughs> which is which is great. Eight five five seven six five. And 1045 is the number. So if you want to talk about that, too, is that a freedom of speech issue or is it vulgarity? And should that guy have been arrested because he resisted the officer's uh, demands to take the I eat sticker off of his truck? <laughs> By the way, what I was uh, studying, I saw the first article I read didn't say what the sticker said. Um, so I'm reading this article. I'm like, what did the sticker say? What did the sticker say? And I write to the other Josh and I go, hey, can you find out what this sticker said? And he comes back and he goes, are you just trying to trap me and write you and send you an email that says I eat this thing? And I said, no, I just legitimately didn't know. But he was able to track it down um, and we were able to get confirmation on that. So anyway, like I said, a lot going on today. Oh, we didn't even get to the woman who pulled a one foot alligator out of her yoga pants. I totally forgot about that. From the floor, this, uh, this other woman was stopped. Apparently she was smuggling all these animals. She had 41 miniature turtles in her purse. <laughs> the cops are, I mean, that's 41 miniature, that's a lot of miniature turtles. And she's got 41 miniature turtles in her purse, and the cops are asking her this and that. And they go, anything else? And kid you not, she reaches down into her yoga pants, which are tight. Yoga pants are not loose. Not a lot of room in there. She reaches into her yoga pants, and she pulls out a one-foot alligator. And, uh, and of course, you know, again, again and, and again, it's national news because... Hashtag Florida, 855-765-1045. All right, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we got uh, Richard, Bill, Jim, Chip, whoever's sending us open mic messages. It's Wednesday, and that means we turn the entire show over to you. We've prepped not a single minute of this program. It's all on your shoulders. Whatever you want, Wednesday continues next on News 104.5 WOKV. Marquee show. My name's Marquee. Even seeing the picture, it's just crazy how somebody would just 
have something like that even in their pants. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You're talking about an alligator, of course. <laughs> we should probably specify that. This woman this uh, woman was pulled over by the cops. She was uh, searched. She had 41 little turtles in her purse and one one-foot alligator in her yoga pants. Uh, now she's being called... Now she's being called Florida woman. She must like pain. Number one, she had to be crazy as hell. <laughs> and number two, um, you can go a lot of places with that. Deputy. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some uh, some man on the street audio that we found. They really need to find out if these people are from Florida before they can call them Florida man or Florida woman. I'm a native Floridian. I don't claim all these idiots. <laughs> That's a great point. What if these are what if these are transplants, you know? What if it's somebody from Alabama? Which it, it definitely could be somebody or somebody that drove down from Georgia. Do you know or a lot of old people come from up north because they want to settle down here, because uh, it's sunshine, no taxes, all that kind of stuff. Where did it start? Like what was the very first Florida man story? Oh, that's a good question. I can answer that too, by the way. I can answer that. The very first Florida man story, uh, it all started. There was a guy named Ponce de Leon, and he came to Florida in search of eternal youth. And he claimed he found a fountain that when you drank out of it, you just stayed young forever. <laughs> that was the first hashtag Florida man. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is Bill calling in Jacksonville. Bill, hey, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Doing great, man. What do you want to say on this whatever you want Wednesday? Well, actually, I came out on my boat just to enjoy the uh, the sunshine and to watch this plane go down the river. And you made a comment earlier about how they weren't dilly dally and they were just kind of moving on down the river. Yeah. And boy, you ain't kidding. Yeah. From the sh from the short distance from the end of the runway to the Buckman Bridge, they had two tugboats, I guess, for improved steerability. Yeah. But once they came under the bridge, which by the way, I uploaded a video to your Facebook page. Oh, great! I appreciate that. Yeah. Once they came under the bridge, the tug on the front disconnected. And the, the main tug looked like it was a ski boat. It kicked up a rooster tail and just started hauling butt down the river. I thought the plane was going to rotate and take back off. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a sight. You know what's happening on that tugboat? Because it's Florida. The guy's like, hey, I bet you can't get a rooster tail on this plane. He goes like, hold my beer. Well, and they also got, I'm sure they're trying to catch alligators on the way and send them off to that lady in her yoga pants. That's right. That is great. Hey, Bill, thanks so much for the call and thanks for the video, too. You know what's great about this city? I love this because it's not every place in the world where you can say, you know, I just got in my boat and came out here to watch this plane go down the river. 855-765-1045 uh, is the number. Richard in Green Cove. Hey, Richard, how are you? Doing much yourself, sir? Doing great, man. Happy whatever you want Wednesday. What do you want to say today? Well, I was going to bring up the fact about the penny sales tax. Yeah. They want to do a half set. Well, half we're set. not able. We don't have a half a penny, so you have to round it up. And I remember when Jake Godbolt was the mayor and got rid of tolls in Jacksonville, and they went to one penny, one penny sales tax. Yeah. So for 30-some-odd years, everybody that buys anything in a store has been paying a penny, so I know there was a lot of money made. So there should not be any toll roads in northeast Florida, period. Yeah. But, well... They're always going to be, it's a, and, and this is the big problem we had before, is people say, hey, they say it's for 15 years, but guess what? 15 years from now, nobody is going to say, oh, by the way, it's time to not take all that extra money. Oh, by the way, it's time to give everybody that half-cent tax relief now. That's never going to happen. It never does. Also, we should point out that uh, that right now the, um, um, the Senate Judiciary, the uh, Congressional Judiciary, ju let me try that again. The House Judiciary Committee is voting on whether or not to uh, hold A.G. Barr in contempt. We should all want to see the complete report to stand up for the institution we are proud to serve. I expect that we will have a full debate today on the measure before us. I hope that at the end of it, we will do what is right. I'm almost 1,000% certain that they won't. 855-765-1045. We're going to monitor that, too. That's Jerry Nadler, by the way, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee and just an all-around awful individual. Uh, we'll monitor that for you if something should happen. But 855-765-1045 is our number. Chip uh, at the beaches. Hey, Chip, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for taking a minute to talk to me this morning. Absolutely. I have only a minute, though, Chip. What do you want to say? So I wanted to just comment on your bumper sticker story. Mm -hmm. We have the pleasure uh, in Jack's Beach of having a resident who's a former school teacher who plasters on her fence on a main street where we take our kids to the park and on the way to school. Uh, Trump says blank and blah, 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 blah. Nice, 
nice, colorful language that's probably very similar to that bumper sticker. And yeah. Unfortunately, my opinion is that uh, I wish she wouldn't choose to put those words in view of my children, but she has continued to be allowed to do so. You know what? You have to blame Bill Clinton because if it weren't for his atrocious behavior, this wouldn't be mainstream. But he had every person on the news for years using the term BJ in a totally different way. 855-765-1045 is definitely a different world that we live in. We got to take a quick break. We got a ton more phone calls. Uh, like I said, we're monitoring the House Judiciary Committee. We haven't even gotten into the New York Times thinking they're all cool because they got Donald Trump's tax info. That's coming up, too. Stay tuned to the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marque. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. And it's whatever you want Wednesday. I don't care about the royal baby. Thank you. Nobody said anything about the royal baby. So, all right, so we won't talk about the royal baby. Royal baby free zone, folks. Royal baby free zone right here on the Mark K Show. 855, but if you want to talk about the royal baby, I'll give you my wife's text number because she's a big fan. 855-765-1045 is our number. By the way, we should point out also that Donald Trump, president of the United States, has exerted executive privilege to block the full release of the Mueller report, which, of course, is making the Democrats on Capitol Hill or just totally. I mean, they're already beside themselves. They're about to vote here in just a minute as to whether or not they want to uh, hold Attorney General um, Bill Barr in contempt. And right now, Steve Chabot from Ohio is uh, is I mean, it, it's and I love that's the thing I love the, about when you ever you have these meetings because it's back and forth. Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. It really puts you on this emotional roller coaster because you hear a Republican and you're like, here, here. Yay. Finally, the truth. Then you hear a Democrat and it's like, you know, the roller coasters. And then you're like, what? And you really sit and watch these things in depth and think, how can so many people that seem to be learned and educated and know what they're doing and, and good quality people, how can they all just disagree so much on what's happening in the world? Uh, you know, but then you realize that some people are out for power and money and the other people, they just want to, you know, they just want to go. They just want to get out as quickly as possible and get back to running their businesses. Uh, speaking of which, Donald Trump's taxes. <laughs> we'll get into that here in just a minute, too, because the New York Times, man, they are all proud of themselves. They are so excited about what's going on and what they were able to dig up into as far as Donald Trump's uh, financial situation in the 80s and 90s. Um, like I said, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, Jim on the north side. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I want to get your opinion on this. There's a football player named Nick Bosa yeah. um, from Ohio State. He was just selected the second player out of 49ers in this past draft. Yeah. And he was a huge Trump supporter, always going on Twitter, praising the president. And, and, and at the same time, he was um, calling Colin Kaepernick a moron and everything. Yeah, yeah. So he goes, out, he goes out there, he has his first press conference, and they find out that some liberal fans out there don't like it. So he deletes all his Trump tweets and starts to uh, talk about how much he respects Kaepernick. And I'm like, my God, don't these people realize there's freedom of speech in this country? Why do they always back off of their beliefs? Yeah, you know, it's really, it, I mean, look, here's the thing. The kid, he's a young guy, and he's in the NFL, and he's probably getting all kinds of advice about people. And, you know, he, he's making millions of dollars now, and people are telling him, you need to do this, that, the other, put a lid on it because, you uh, you know, you're, you're, you don't want to lose any money. I mean, the fact that he's going to the 49ers after the stuff that he tweeted is kind of ironic. But the the 49ers, they're not stupid. They vet these people, I mean, as much as they can. And they know what's going on. And they just care about winning. I mean, that's the thing. If you win, and that's and this is, and I'm not trying to just, I'm not trying to just tie in Donald Trump again, but what Donald Trump said. We will win, and we will win, and we will win. Excuses a lot of behavior. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, look, Donald Trump, they've dug up everything on this man. They dug up the Access Hollywood tapes. They dug up Stormy Daniels. They dug up all these other women from the Miss USA pageant or Miss Universe or whatever Miss Milky Way. I don't even know what pageant it was. They've even made stuff up about Donald Trump, about going to that hotel in Moscow to, to have the the, uh, the prostitutes urinate on the same bed where Barack Obama slept because he hated him so much. <laughs> they did all this stuff. 
And it doesn't matter in the end because Donald Trump is is leading the people and fixing the economy and making America great again and making America safe again. So if you perform, if you do well, well, nobody cares. And Donald Trump, who's what, 70 some odd years old, understands that. Nick Bosa, who's 22, doesn't. I'm somewhere in the middle and I'm starting to figure that out. If you perform really well, if you do your job well, if you make a difference, then it doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what you put on Twitter. If you want to support one president, if you want to talk badly about somebody who you think is a moron, who you think is dis disrespecting the United States of America, no problem, as long as you can back it up. If you got the goods to back it up, well, then God love you. And I think that, you know, he's just young. He's just he's going to figure all that out. And it, it, the NFL is ripe with political opinions, too. That's the other thing. If you look at the flip side, if you look at, you know, even here on the Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey's not afraid to say what he thinks about politics. Jalen Ramsey's not afraid to, you know, take a knee. Uh, you've got other people on other teams that aren't afraid to, to voice their political. In fact, Colin Kaepernick started this whole gosh darn thing, and he did it by taking a political position. Now, maybe Nick Bosa doesn't want to end up like Colin Kaepernick. Although, let's be honest, Colin Kaepernick's still getting paid millions of dollars from Nike, and the dude hadn't thrown a football in like three years. So there's worse things that you do. I, know, I don't know how these people get these jobs where they get paid not to work. I don't understand it. Conan O'Brien, when, when he got fired from NBC, they paid him $60 million not to work for a year. $60 million and said, you cannot do anything for a year. Colin Kaepernick can't get a job. No one's going to hire him. He doesn't have to go and train. He doesn't have to go to training camp. He doesn't have to do anything. Still on Nike's payroll. Still making millions of dollars for doing nothing. And yet, here we are every day busting our humps. The other Josh was just complaining about all the work he did. He's like, I work constantly, constantly from what time do you get here, the other Josh? 4.30. 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning he gets here, and he's working nonstop till 12.30, sometimes 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, he doesn't even have time to sit down. He's not making millions of dollars. If he stopped working, he'd be making even less than he is now. But isn't that funny about Nike's slogan, though, just do it? Yeah. Including just do nothing? 855-765-1045 is the number. 855 765 1045 is the number. Uh, we Whatever you want Wednesday. We've got Eddie on the line from Palm Coast. Eddie, hey, thanks so much for calling. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Oh, great, Eddie. What do you want to say? Uh, I own a lot, and it's in a perfect place. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to build a house because of the impact is. And I was going to ask you to educate us about who determines what these impact fees are, the astronomical figures that they are. And being that I'm going to build a house, and all these people build houses, yeah. and will now be on the tax payrolls, why are they so high? Eddie, what uh, county are you in? County. You're in Flagler County. Okay. Uh, we had a guy, and we talked about this yesterday because a lot of people say, hey, if you don't want the sales tax, they're going to have impact fees. And, you know, we talk a lot about St. John's County and how great their schools are. And we had a, a guy calling, he's a builder. He said, look, the impact fees I had to pay were $11,000. And and they and they itemized it for him. And about $7,000 went to education. So when you look at St. John's County, which is a booming I mean, it's a booming uh, place of growth. Everybody's moving to St. John's County because the schools are so great. And when they build a house there, they have to pay the impact fees. That's why the schools there are so great. Here in Duval County, and this is just my humble opinion, you don't have a lot of growth. Nobody's coming in here saying, oh, let's build in Duval County. There's not a lot of places left where they're, they're throwing up these big new developments. It's not like St. John's County, which is just this vast, I mean, it seems like every single day. It's like the Sims. You know, you just click a button and boom, there's 20 new houses. So that's where they're getting right. their money. They need the money because they're building. I mean, there are places in St. John's County that have no sewer system and people want to live there. They have no roads. They have no schools. They need these things because it's the first time around. It's the wild, wild west. Or I guess the east because it's east of here. So that's where that's why they're getting all those impact fees and trying to build all this infrastructure that doesn't exist here in Duval County. They've had taxes forever. They've had people building forever. They've taken the money. They haven't maintained the buildings. They haven't done what they were supposed to. They haven't taken care of. They have not been good purveyors of education and they have been bad at at, uh, at handling the funds that have already been collected for the schools. So now 
they need to go back and ask for more. That's the big that's the big difference. And I imagine if you live in an area where there isn't a lot of construction or there's a lot of new construction, the impact fees are so high, not because they're trying to maintain a school, but because they're just trying to build one in the first place. Uh, that's my humble opinion. I could be totally wrong. Uh, and if I am, I guarantee 19 people will call and email and let me know. 855-765-1045 is number 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show, and it's whatever you want Wednesday today. Marque, let me get your wife's number. I want to talk about the royal baby. Ew, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, but they, thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. Also, some complaints. Come on, Mark. It's Steve Shabbat from Ohio. Steve Shabbat from Ohio. Jeez. I, <laughs> I, really, I call him Chabot because it's like how some people call it Target Target. You know, it's like a little, it's like a little play. It makes it, uh, less, um, it makes it cooler. Rand, it's like a nickname. It's like uh, when college, when people called me Ace McCool. It was cooler than just calling me Marque. Randy from St. Augustine. How's it going, Randy? Thanks for holding. Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Pretty good. How are you doing today, Mark? Good. What's up, man? I got two things. Yeah. First, the guy in Lake City with the bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. He could have said anything. He could have said anything. Like, I like potato chips, and somebody would have been offended. Right. Okay, that is true. It could have said, I like, but if, you, if you're just joining us, there was a guy in Lake City, 23-year-old guy. He got pulled over by the cops. He had a, a bumper sticker. It had three words on it. Two of them were, I eat, and I can't tell you what the third word is. Um, and the police officer made him take it out of his window, said it was offensive, and he was breaking the law. There's some kind of decency law. So the guy said, I'm not going to do that. I have First Amendment right to free speech, and the police officer arrested the guy. Um, so now that's kind of like a big stink of deal. Here's the issue, though. I eat potato chips is not... I mean, that's not vulgar. That's just, you know, that's just something everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But if you said, I eat potato chips and this other word, that would have been, you know, that would have been an interesting flavor combination. And also, uh, totally, totally offensive. 855-765-1045 is the number. It's interesting to me that that guy got arrested for having that bumper sticker, but there are all kinds of bumper stickers that reference our president that are totally offensive, and those people don't get arrested um, at all. 855-765-1045. By the way, if you want to know what the word is, you can uh, you can call the other Josh and he'll tell you. Or you know what? Stream it online because we can tell you on Facebook or Twitch or Periscope or any of those other places um, You know where, where we're not regulated by the FCC. Uh, speaking of regulations, we're also monitoring right now uh, Louis Gohmert from Texas, and I pronounce that Right, it's not Gomer. <laughs> Louis Gomert from Texas is talking right now. The uh, Senate or the House Judiciary Committee is discussing whether or not to hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt. And we shared a number of those concerns. And now this committee majority is on the wrong side of a very important historic time. Hmm. We've never had the intelligence community, the FBI, people at the top of the DOJ, abusing their powers to create a case against a president where there was none. I'll tell you, this is exactly how I told you this was going to play out. And I'm not patting myself on the back. I mean, a lot of people said this. But basically, here's what's happening in this Judiciary Committee meeting today. You've got every single Democrat saying that William Barr is a puppet for Donald Trump, that he's protecting Donald Trump, that they must see the redacted report, that there is collusion and that they're hiding it, and that this is a travesty. And that by Donald Trump refusing to let the report be seen, by uh, William Barr refusing to let the report be seen unredacted that they are they are they are basically uh, undermining their constitutional right and responsibility to oversight of the executive branch that's what the democrats are saying every single republican is is making the case for william barr to investigate the democrats they're all saying the only reason that this hearing is happening the only reason that nadler wants to hold william barr in contempt of congress is because he doesn't want william barr investigating the source the origin of this entire russian collusion hoax because when you do that the investigation turns from donald trump and the republicans 
all the way to Barack Obama and the Democrats. And Jerry Nadler just can't have that. I'll tell you what, man. He ought to shut his mouth, gavel this thing closed, and move on with his life. Because every single Republican is bringing that up and th- and putting it on the record. So you know that that's the next thing that's going to be happening. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More Whatever You Want Wednesday next. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We get want it. us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. So who cares if Donald Trump lost a billion dollars way back in the day? Political party that added $10 trillion in national debt says what? Oh, my God, say it ain't so. Donald Trump, as a businessman, had failures, and he tried to project success. Oh, my God, that never, ever happens. Dude, that's the story of my life. Wow, I just heard that Trump's businesses between 84 and 95 lost a billion dollars. Who cares? Should we tell the New York Times that Trump wrote a book about this exact thing they're reporting on called The Art of the Comeback? I'll tell you what, don't tell the New York Times anything because they don't care. They just want to they, they just care about what they care about, which is weird because what they care about isn't what anyone else cares about. And I, you know, see, there's a lot going on with the, with this witch hunt, the uh, the Mueller uh, probe, the uh, the continued investigation, the Jerry Nadler House Judiciary Committee hearing that's going on right now, potentially holding A.G. William Barr in contempt of Congress, trying to get Don McCann to come to the Hill, trying to get Mueller to come to the Hill. Uh, you know, what's her name? Nancy Pelosi having to meet with everyone and say, look, maybe impeachment's not the the best plan going forward to win in 2020. There's a lot going on. And the New York Times and CNN, they're on the losing end of this as well. CNN, have you seen not just the 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 ratings that have plummeted, but the number of layoffs? 100 people have been laid off from CNN. 100 people have been laid off from CNN. And that is ever since this Mueller report broke. And don't tell me that's not a coincidence. When you have a bunch of people whose job it is to report on a fake collusion, fake uh, Russian hoax, when they their job is to come up with all of this stuff that never happened and report it as if it's news every single day. And then it's proven, proven by the very people they're holding up as the saviors of the constitutional democracy, as the people that are going to save this country from Donald Trump. When those same people come up and say, hey, guys, you're wrong and nothing happened. Then, then they lose their viewership. They lose all their followers. They lose all their credibility. Nobody's going to believe them anymore. And then they're going to lose advertisers. Then they're going to start laying those people off. And that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's happening to CNN. They have basically been digging themselves a hole so big and so wide and so deep that Mueller came along. They were just digging and digging and digging. Mueller came along kicked them right into the hole, and now they can't get out. And a 100 of their employees are going to be buried there forever. 855-765-1045. Jeff in Jacksonville, welcome to Whatever You Want Wednesday. Jeff, how are you? Hey, Mark. Uh, good morning. Uh, this hasn't uh, sales tax that they're trying to pass here. Yeah. And have us vote. Never, ever, ever vote for a tax increase. Never. Back in what, what was 1988, our tolls, gas tax, and that was only supposed to last for 10 years and yeah. it's 30 years later. Right. So I'm assuming that if you vote for a sales tax, which is all inclusive of everything that you buy, it'll never, ever go away. Yeah. No, it never will. It's not. No one ever. No one ever votes away a sales tax increase. They're like, look, these people have been paying this half cent for 15 years. Why would we get rid of it? it well, we, we may reallocate it if they've said, hey, we've we've spent two billion dollars. We've fixed up our schools. They're exactly where we need them to be. But we're not going to you know, we're not going to if people are willing to pay an extra half cent, who are we to say, no, 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 keep your money. Well, uh, we're done now. We're good to go. Plus, let's be honest. In 15 years, there's going to be more schools that are dilapidated. There's going to be more schools that are even that are 15 years older. They're going to need new technology and new this and new that. So that taxes. You're absolutely right. As soon as you vote it in for yourself, it never goes away. Hey, thanks so much for calling. It's kind of like an expense account. I don't know if you guys ever have an expense account, but 
I worked in Chapel Hill uh, at a restaurant, really fancy kind of Italian restaurant. Great job. Loved it. There was a bar. And every, you know, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that area, the Research Triangle. I mean, it is it is it was booming. This is when all the businesses were starting to come in there. All the all the SaaS producers, all of the the um, you know, there's a ton of technology and banking. I mean, that that part where Duke University is and the University of North Carolina, huge. And I was there when all this was happening. I worked in this restaurant and there were these two guys that came in once every couple months and they came in and they sat down at the bar about five or six o'clock and they said to the bartender, hey, open it up. And what that meant was open the bar. And for the next couple of hours, they would buy everybody that came to the bar a drink. And I was a bartender, too, from time to time. And people would say, hey, let me get a red wine and a, and a, and a vodka tonic. And I'd give them the drinks. And I'd say, these drinks are complimentary of the two gentlemen at the end of the bar. And they, people would give us a weird look. And they would say, you know, eventually after we got to like five or six hundred dollars, they would they would say, cut it down, shut it off. So then we would cut it down and everybody would and they people would go and talk to them and and get to know them. And they were like thanking them for these drinks. And it happened every couple of months. These guys would come in. They'd say, open up the bar, open up the bar, buy everyone drinks until about five, six hundred dollars, shut it down. And then they'd leave. And so finally, one day I'm talking to the bartender. I go, hey, what's with these guys that come in and just open up the bar? And he said, well, they work for a tech company in California. And Yeah, thank you. Thank you, McAfee. Uh, they work for a tech company in California, and they have an expense account when they travel. And what happens is they come in here, and whatever's left in their expense account, they have to spend. Because if they don't spend it, they're not going to get it. So these guys travel to North Carolina from California. They spend, I don't know, maybe half of their expense account, but they also don't want to not have that money available should they need it. So they go buy drinks for random strangers in Chapel Hill at an Italian restaurant. So when they go back and turn in their receipts, they get the exact same amount, if not more, next time they travel. These guys aren't stupid. If they go back and say, hey, you gave us $1,000 and we only spent 500 you know what they're going to get next time? $500. It's the same with taxes. If you say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we can give you half a cent now for the next 15 years. Then 15 years later, you know what's going to happen? They're going to keep taking that 15 cents or that, that half cent because nobody's going to remember that 15 years ago we were supposed to stop it. We were supposed to put the kibosh on it, and they're still going to need it. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Arrow from Jacksonville. How you doing, Arrow? I'm doing good. Oh, good. What's up, man? What do you want to say on whatever you want Wednesday? What, why don't we get the bumper sticker from the guy in Clay County mm-hmm. and put it on the alligator? <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. Take the bumper sticker that says, I eat blank, and put it on the alligator that that lady had shoved down her yoga pants. And that could be our state, uh, that could be our state animal. <laughs> we put that, forget the sunshine state. This is an alligator with a bumper sticker that says, I eat blank. I love it. It's a genius idea. Eight, five, and then we sell those, and we use the money to fix up the Duval County schools. Perfect. 855-765-1045 is the number. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's whatever you want Wednesday on News 104.5 WOKV. The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining me today. Folks, we really appreciate it. A lot of people still hyped up about the taxes, which have taken the next step. Look, we talked about this for God, two, the whole show yesterday, really, was about the half-cent sales tax that Duval County, the uh, school board, wanted to levy because they say they need $2 billion. So here's here's all we could come up with. Get this. I mean, this shows a real lack of creativity, and this is another reason I'm so upset. Not just because I don't like taxes, not just because I don't feel like we should be able, we should have to pay more money in taxes for the school system, especially with the Florida lottery. It just shows a lack of creativity to just say, "Hey, you know what? We're just gonna tax. We need money. Taxes. We need money. Taxes." It's just like it's the go-to. It's the, it's the go-to. It's like you know, oh, I'm tired. Take a nap. You know, oh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm tired to get some coffee. It's just ha- come up with a more creative solution is what I'm thinking. Hey, Mark, you got to think of this tax thing as like the frog in the pot of boiling water. Yeah, right. That's exactly right. If you want to, 
<laughs> I've heard this example before. And I never understood why you would want to boil a frog. But if you want to boil a frog, you can't throw a frog in a pot of boiling water because he'll jump out, right? Because it's hot and he'll get burned. So he knows that it's boiling. But if you put him in a pot of room temperature water, he'll just sit there because he thinks he's just in water. Then you turn up the heat. And as it slowly warms up, the frog is like really stupid, apparently, and doesn't sense that it's getting warmer. He doesn't jump out. He just boils. And then you have a boiled frog, which I guess, I mean, in some parts of Florida is a delicacy. But basically, it's the same thing with taxes. If you do it slowly, you know, like right now we're in lukewarm water and then it's just a half a cent and then it's a cent and then it's two cents and then it's like a buck fifty. And the next thing you know, socialism. Eight five five seven. We're all just boiled frogs in a big pot of socialism. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Kevin in Neptune Beach. How are you, Kevin? Hey, I'm good. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, I love good. your show. Oh, thanks. I just I was just thinking when you were talking about CNN, how cool it would be if Donald Trump bought CNN, fired everybody, wrote off the losses, renegotiated with the banks, reopened <laughs> it as RNN, the Real News yeah. Network. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's the art of the comeback for you, Democrats. You know, there's a there's a longstanding. I don't know if it's a if it's a conspiracy theory, but there was a longstanding theory that Donald Trump only ran for president because he wanted to buy a media company and that he won. So now he's like, all right, I guess I'll be president. But when I'm done, I'm going to buy a media company. So there may be something to that theory. There might be. Also, on the tax thing, why don't they just tax the um the, the lottery? That money was supposed to go for for. Uh, for, for schools. Why tax everybody? Tax the lottery. And we, your extra money. I mean, we talked about the lottery, too. Here's the problem with the lottery. And again, I, and Kevin, thanks for your call. I don't know exactly the inner workings of the lottery because I don't work at the lottery. I barely work here. Uh, but basically what happens is the lottery was supposed to subsidize everything we needed to to, uh, you know, make our education system great again. Florida was going to have the number one education system in the entire world because of the lottery. The money from the lottery, this and the lottery and yada, yada, yada. And what happened was two things. First of all, the lottery came into play and all of a sudden everybody said, hey, look, we're getting all this money from the lottery for the school systems. We don't have to budget any money for the school systems anymore. So the state and a lot of municipalities cut school spending out of the budget. Which was dumb. It's the stupidest thing ever. They're the ones that should go back into school because now you don't have a surplus of money that you can spend, which is what the lottery was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, look, we're going to give you extra money. They just basically swapped. They said, hey, the lottery money's coming in. So that money we had budgeted already, we're going to take that and, you know, use it on dumb stuff like roads or uh, paying down the debt or, you know, building a museum or blowing up the landing or putting in a park. Dumb stuff like that. They basically stole from themselves. That's why the lottery didn't work. What, however, there, don't think that there isn't money in the lottery. What I would like to see happen is the school board or the mayor or whoever get on a bus or get in their private jet, fly to Tallahassee, go knock on the door and say, hey, we got problems in Duval County. We need more of that lottery money you promised us. You know, go put up a stink. Go put up a fight. Go get that money. It's there. Don't try to take it out of our pockets. We're already putting it in the coffer whenever we go buy the Mega Millions jackpot ticket. 855-765-1045. We got to take a break. Uh, more of your phone calls. Whatever you want Wednesday. It continues next on News 104.5 WOKV. Y'all got to get more K, more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Who won the flowers contest yesterday? Great question. Uh, I'll answer it this way. If... Do you need to ask? It wasn't you. <laughs> but it was somebody else. Uh, 855-765-1045. By the way, we will have another bu uh, beautiful bouquet of flowers from Jacksonville Flower Market. I'm shocked that the two remaining, they brought in four. Uh, the next day I came in, we were down to two. I'm shocked that these two have lasted this long, that they haven't uh, gotten up and walked away, which is something cool. The Jacksonville Flower Market, not only do the flowers look and smell beautiful, apparently they can walk. 
<laughs> because every time I come in here, another bouquet is gone. We will be giving away another bouquet here um, in just a, just a few minutes. So if you'd like to win that for Mother's Day, for your wife, for your mom, for yourself, doesn't matter. Just In fact, the first day we gave them away, we had two women call, and they just wanted the flowers for themselves. They're like, screw it. I know nobody's going to get me flowers for Mother's Day, so I'm just going uh, to win them for me. Uh, 855-765-1045. Nick in Doctor's Inlet. Nick, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing fine, brother. I'm doing fine. I really enjoy your show. Oh, really do. Well, that makes two of us, man. I appreciate it. What do you want to say, Nick? Okay. Uh, thinking about that fellow with the bumper sticker, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I went to Hawaii a number of years ago. And when you get off the plane in Hawaii, people come up to you and they put a uh, a necklace of flowers around your neck. Yeah. It's called a lei. Correct. Okay. So I traveled around and I found this little shop and it had a license plate that said, I got, and I wasn't supposed to say this, but I got that word. Laid. Yeah, no, we, we know what you mean. Okay. I put it on my truck when I got back home and pulled up to a lady's house that I was working on her, her equipment. Mm-hmm. And he looked at that plate and she just got incensed. <laughs> okay. And I said, ma'am, you, you know, you do know what this is. It's from Hawaii. It's, it's a necklace of flowers. I don't care what do you think it is. I know what that means. Yeah. You need to get off my property. Okay, I'll get off your property. A few days later, she still had the same problem, so she called you back again. And I went up to her house, and I had the same license plate in the front of my car. I said, ma'am, I'm here. Are you going to take that license plate off your truck? I certainly will not. <laughs> people people are just weird. Did you, mean, fix, did you fix her problem? No. Oh, all right. I was just checking. <laughs> I get some people like that. Yeah. Look, I mean, and it had, thanks so much for calling. Look, here's the thing. People, I took my kids out. I think we were, where were we? In Tampa, we were somewhere. We were eating in a restaurant. And we're sitting in the window because the kids like to look out the window. And we're sitting there, and my kids are sitting by the window seat, and they're looking at the people walking by. And there's a guy comes just, just strolling down the street wearing a T-shirt black t-shirt big white letters like huge across his chest so that you could read them says f everybody but it doesn't which by the way i was a little jealous because i've wanted that t-shirt myself every now and then (laughs) especially when i walk out of a sales meeting but the t-shirt says f everybody and he's just strolling down the street minding his own business and my kids look at it and they turn to me and they go daddy and i go yeah he goes that man has a bad word on his shirt and i looked at them and i said everybody is not a bad word Never mind. 855 Charlie from the beaches. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You know, they don't all they don't all stick is what I'm about. Uh, Charlie, what do you want to say, sir? Oh, you were talking about, you know, them not using the lot of uh, money properly in the state. Yeah. Well, you know, they have a long history of doing that around here. I mean, you I don't know if you remember back in the late 80s when they passed the gas tax, uh, the local county gas tax. Yeah. The county gave us a list of things that they were going to do with that money and right. six and a half cents a gallon we pay here in the county. That lasted about three or four years, and they only got one or two of the roads fixed that they advertised that the millions would go to fix, and some of the roads still haven't been addressed. But then that money was conveniently diverted to fill the funding gap because the buses operated at an $80 million a year loss, and half that loss is covered by the gas tax now. So, you know, it's 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 hilarious to think that politicians will ever do the right thing. Yeah, the solution I mean, is, 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 is a flat tax. You give them, you put them on a budget, and you tell them to prioritize and get it done. And if it doesn't get done, you go figure it out yourself because government can't figure it out. Ladies and gentlemen, Neil Bortz. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. I haven't heard flat tax in like three years. That's, that's, that's a great time. All of a sudden, I was, I'm listening to Neil Bortz again. I'm like, what? Herman? What? Uh, but you're absolutely right about it. Look, we got a um, – uh, one of the guys that watches our Twitch, uh, Dave and Mandarin, he sent us a link. There's a link actually on the Florida Lottery website, and it shows you exactly how much money Duval County has received in in money or in uh, in uh, you know lottery fundage, and it goes for every year since this thing was instated, set back to 1987. And if you look at it, it's so much money. The total education funding for Duval County is over one billion dollars, almost 1.5 billion. Last year alone. K through 12 got $10 million. It's been no less than $10 million a year since 2010. Before that, it was no less than 14 million, sometimes 18, 16, 17 million. You know, early on in the 90s, 24, $25 million a year 
was coming into Duval County from the Florida lottery. Now, two things that are interesting about this is that, number one, they have been getting a steady supply of cash, tens of millions of dollars annually since the Florida lottery's inception. Annually, they've been getting tens of million dollars, millions of dollars a year for and this is and they break it up for K through 12, which is what we're talking about. They get money for community college. They get money for universities. There's a total. They get squat for preschool for some reason. But they maybe because of the VPK program. I don't know. But basically, K through 12 gets 10 million dollars a year every single year. And you're telling me. That if they're getting $10 million from the state every single year, they still need, over the next 15 years, an additional $2 billion? Where is, where is the $10 million they get every year? What do they immediately spend that on? What about all the other money and the other taxes that are supposed to be? I mean, they, and people keep saying we're not getting any money from the Florida lottery. Well, according to the Florida lottery, we got $10,069,897 last year. Where is that? The year before, we got 10,428,156. The year before that, 11,128,525. Year before that, 10,694,584. In the last five years, that's about $50 billion. I'm sorry, $50 million. That's, that in the last five years, we've gotten 50 million. They want 2 billion for the next 15, and they're going to keep getting this money from the Florida lottery. It doesn't just stop. It keeps coming in every single year. The hell's, what the hell's going on? You expect now you want us to vote on a half cent increase because we owe it to the, our children? We owe it to the future of Duval County to take care of the schools? What you owe us is an explanation of where the $10 million goes every year. 855-765-1045. David in Jacksonville, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good, man. What do you want to say, sir? Well, hey, good segue on that that last conversation. I'm a longtime teacher, principal, district person, but first and foremost, I'm a taxpayer like mm-hmm. your your <laughs> listeners. Right. The pieces on the pieces on the lottery and the maintenance. Something that's important to know is that before the lottery hit, sixty percent of the state's budget went to education. The lottery was sold. It would be a supplement on top of Correct. it, not to plant. Correct. Well, that was baloney, and we knew it. Mm-hmm. So what's happened is we have dropped since the lottery from 60% of the state's budget to around 35% of the state's budget. And the districts have been trying to make up that difference every single year. You think about if if your household keeps having a re, a reduced budget every year, but your expenses go up, how do you make up for that? Right. And then you talk about the, the $10 million. $10 million for Duval County would run the district for maybe a day and a half. So there are all these funds that keep getting lost, et cetera, et cetera. And then I've heard something about the, the maintenance on the buildings I, I just wanted to touch base on. And, again, I'm a taxpayer. I get this whole thing. Duval County Public Schools average, and this is this is all part of the uh, district-wide conversations they had that were public forums. Okay. Our, our schools are 40 to 50 years old, and the maintenance on them just to keep them going in five years will be $1.1 billion when the district's budget is around $1.7. At some point, and they've been maintained well. I've been around about 40 years in, in the system. They've been maintained well. But at some point, you have to decide, like a car or a house, at what point do you have to sell or the repairs get to the point that it's just not worth it anymore? So I, I understand. Yeah, I understand the tax piece. But the schools need help and replacement. A lot of our schools are up 50 years old. Some of them are 100 years old. That's correct, David. I appreciate the call. I appreciate all that information. But when I go out and buy a car, I can't just tax my neighbors to make up the difference in what I can afford. And what, you know, if I have to drive a POS for a little while before I can make some more money, I got to drive that POS for a while. 855-765-1045. I mean, you have to make adjustments. I used to drive a BMW. Then I had kids. Now I drive a Mazda. 855, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Best car I ever had. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to try to give away this bouquet of flowers from Jacksonville Flower Market. Uh, And here's what we're going to do. We're going to play some songs that have a flower in the title. 
if you can correctly identify the song and you uh, correctly identify more than your opponent, you win a beautiful bouquet of flowers for Mother's Day from the Jacksonville Flower Market and the Marquee Show at News 104.5 WOK. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855 765 We got Ken on the line. Ken, are you there? Yeah. Hey, Ken, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Ken, you want to win some flowers today for Mother's Day? Oh, I sure could. Fantastic. You're going to be playing against uh, Anthony here from the South Side. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent, man. If you win this bouquet of flowers from Jacksonville Flower Market, is it going to be for your mom or your wife or yourself or your girlfriend or who? It's for my wife. For your wife. That's great. Don't forget the wives on Mother's Day. Too many guys are like, ah, she ain't my mother. Like, dude, if you got kids, <laughs> you better get her flowers. All right, guys, uh, here's how this works. We have a little bit of time left, so we're going to play some songs. Each song has the name of a flower in it. So if you can correctly identify the song by title, you'll get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. You got it? Uh, yep. All right. I hope you guys are big music buffs. Ken, listen carefully. Here is your first song. Tell us what the title is. Remember, there will be a flower in the title. Here we go. I didn't. I couldn't really hear that. Much. Could, that a Bon Jovi song. It was a Bon Jovi song. Listen one more time. Uh, a rose. A rose. That's your guess. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Uh, Anthony, you get a point if you know it. Nope. <laughs> it was close. It's it's bed of roses. I don't know that one, huh? That's all right. That's all right. Still anybody's game. Anthony, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Anthony, listen carefully. Here's your first song. Remember, there will be a flower in the title of this song. on that one. All right. I'll pass it. Go ahead, Ken. Ken, yeah. what do you think? Buttercup. Uh, that is correct. It's Build Me Up. Buttercup. Nicely done. Bravo. You get a point, Ken. That's a good one. All right, Ken, you're on the board with a point, and you get the next one. Are you ready, Ken? Yeah, I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. <laughs> Ken? Clover. Clover. It doesn't matter. Hold on. Wait. Don't say anything else. Mm, Anthony, Anthony, do you know the title of that song? Can I hear it again? Sure. get it by now, you're probably not going to get it. I'm just saying. Uh, I can't get it. It's an old one. Uh, no. Sorry. No, that's right. It's Kiss uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Rose, yeah. From Batman, remember? Oh, it was like a mega hit. I'm surprised you don't. Anyway, that's all right. Uh, Anthony, here we go. I'm going to give you okay. a, Anthony, I'm going to give you an easy one this time around, okay? Say that again. Anthony, I'm going to give you an easy one. You ready? Okay. All right, listen carefully. Here you go. We both lost our steering in the dead of the night. Oh, my God. That's cheap. How's that? How's that? <laughs> what do you think? Have any idea? Not a clue. <laughs> no, you know what? It's tricky. It's tricky because it's not a music station. I get it. I get it. It's a talk station. Uh, all right, Ken. Well, you want to hear any more of it or do you know it? Every rose has its thorn. And damn right it does. When I tear up, when I did, did my worst not come out right. This is everyone's jam for a while, right? 
Face it, Anthony. Uh, you're not going to catch up, I don't think, at this point. I'm not going to catch up. Yeah, you're not going to catch up. You. So we're just going to let you bow out, buddy. But congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. We really appreciate you listening. We sure do. Ken, congratulations, buddy. You got yourself a bouquet of flowers from Jacksonville Flower Market. Good job, man. Hang tight. We're going to hook you up. Everybody else. Thanks for joining us on Whatever You Want Wednesday. Uh, we're going to bring you the latest and greatest tomorrow. This this Judiciary Committee meeting is still going on. Uh, you can follow along. We've got the news. We've got Rush Limbaugh coming up next. It's News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.